What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by Damn, damn Selves. You know it. Episode 22. Deuce, deuce. Deuce, deuce. I'm deuce, feeling deuce. it. Uh, and I got to shout out the lovely and talented Miss Jazz. That's right. She's beautiful on the outside as well as the inside. Oh. Beautiful spirit and everything. And um, She's the creator of J-Sculpt Fitness, the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. That's what's up. Okay, so Jazz, am I going to have to holler at you so I can get the snapback? Right, 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 right. <laughs> After you drop the baby, yeah. Because it's different the second time. Like, I mean, I had a quick snapback with the first, but you know I'm a little bit older, and then it's the second kid, so you know sometimes it don't it don't work the same. Oh, so I think I can get you a J-Scope fitness yeah, belt. Yeah, because the snap. Holler at your girl, cause I'm trying to keep it keep it right and tight. Trying to keep okay. it right and tight. Had to get that out real quick, yes. so let's jump right into episode Deuce Deuce. Yes, yeah. about our oh. eventful weekend that we. Oh, had. you want to start there? Yes. Yeah, we start there before we get into the real meat of what went on this week. We started on Saturday. Um, Saturday was fun. Well, you can I'll, break it down for what we did Saturday. Well, but before that, um, Saturday was kind of fun. I'll this, break that to help turn it back a little bit. This is just. Um, a blessing that I'm here right now doing this damn podcast because uh, I've been fighting a cold for like this whole weekend. And I've just been fighting and fight because the weather has been really crazy in Chicago. Like I was almost doing this solo this week. Yeah, like, like, it was going to be a podcast. It was going like, to be a yeah, podcast regardless. Um, I'm glad you're here on it. Like almost <laughs> just had like just eyes man solo on the damn podcast. But you know me, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter because the weather in Chicago. Like, when you leave in the morning for work, it's 50 degrees. And then by the time you leave in the afternoon, it's 80 degrees. So then your body is like, what to do? So I just layer up as best as I can, take off the layers as I go. But still, it messes with you. Mm-hmm. Your immune system's a little down, pregnant. I can't take nothing. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just have to naturally just let this ride out. And actually, this morning when I woke up, I sounded like, is you is or is you ain't my baby? <laughs> so I mean, if I sound like that still, I was just gonna roll with it. Like, okay, I'm not Satchmo, but <laughs> and if you ever um, leave in a courtroom and um, his reporters aside, you just walk by him and say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Hilarious. Cause Marcus was like, "Ooh, baby, you got a frog in your throat." Like, "Ooh, that's you sound froggy, baby." Like, "Ooh, that's bad." Or you could do some classic hip hop. What would I be without you? <laughs> I'm not a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> what? Come on, little Ja, little DMX, like those guys. That's what we talking about. <laughs> I would have pulled it off. I would have pulled it off. <laughs> but um, Saturday actually. Let's break down Saturday afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Oz filled in and did some uncle duties. Yeah, because um, Ariana's father, Marcus, was unavailable. Was unavailable. At the time, so and I already purchased. didn't want to roll solo. Yes, so and I already purchased these tickets on Groupon. To this so, event. To yeah. this event. So yeah. I'm like, um, Oz, I'm like, so are you busy Saturday? He's like, no. I'm like, I was don't like, you yeah, wear- I'm mixing, yeah, but I, I mixed <laughs> afterwards, so it's all good, though. Yeah, I was like, don't you want to go to Pumpkin Patch with me and Ariana? And he just looks at me like, uh, <laughs> like, don't you want to go? And he's just like, uh, and I'm like, it'll be fun. I'm like, I already paid for the ticket. I said, I'll come by, I'll pick you up. We'll shoot over there. I was like, it's a play date because um, it was already one of her classmates and then my girlfriend who has two kids as well. Okay. So it was like a nice little play date. And, and, and like, me somehow and Oz. involved. Yeah. <laughs> so then Oz went. Like, initially you thought that the pumpkin patch was going to be like us waiting for the great pumpkin. I thought it was going to be Linus and the great pumpkin. <laughs> I was like, so should oh I bring God. a blanket? Uh, are we going to see the red baron rise? <laughs> If you try to hold my hand, I'll pound you. <laughs> Y'all know the great pumpkin. 
<laughs> it just came on Thursday. It just aired Thursday on ABC. It'll be airing many more times. And then it's on demand, like, you know, for people now if you have. next week. Yeah, because I watched it last week on demand. But, um, yeah, it was very it was very fun for us to watch Oz get into the carnival rides with Ariana because he got on, like, a like a little the teacup ride. I took pictures. I posted them on Instagram and my Facebook. So, check mm-hmm. that out. And uh, he was spinning the teacup with her. And then... Um, I had the teacup spinning like a turntable up there. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ari was just laughing. She was just cheesing. She was having a great time. And then um, it was a little, like, baby roller coaster. And then, like, Oz got in with her initially. And then... Uh, Me and um, your other friend, other we, friend, we crashed yeah. the baby roller coaster. Because at first they said, oh, as an adult, that's the ride. I'm like, you sure mm-hmm. this thing is going to hold up? Yeah. And but then it went grown ass adults. Right, then when it went around and then uh, it was like they was like, Oh no, you guys gotta get off. That's <laughs> what so we said for being like, duh, like I didn't want to get like, my legs could I said my knees are like half hanging out of this thing. I couldn't even get the belt on. I'm like, it's like so I'm gonna fly out of this coaster. So it's like so that's why when it crashed, like the coaster knew what it was doing. Yeah. <laughs> it said manamana do do do. But it was funny, though, just seeing him do the ride. So, I think you enjoyed yourself with your first uncle-niece experience, like, doing kid stuff. It wasn't as bad as you thought it was, it cool. was right? It um, didn't see Linus in the pumpkin patch, <laughs> but it was cool. <laughs> so, the future is, like, so in the next couple of weeks, you may have to go somewhere else with me, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll have more of that to follow later. <laughs> follow up to it. <laughs> Oz's adventures and babysitting. <laughs> right, right. Well, right. let's jump right into yes. this. I want to start from a story that just broke earlier today. Cardi B, she was booted from a hotel from being loud and she basically said the staff was some racist motherfuckers. Oh. It's according to TMZ. Oh, I'm looking at that it. sounds like Cardi, yeah. It's like a rep for Albany Police Department tells TMZ that the hotel manager called the cops around 1 a.m. to report a party on the second floor plus smelled weed. We're told the staff had gone up and asked Cardi's team to leave. When the cops showed up, they were packing their bags to exit. However, there was no evidence pointed to the weed coming from anyone in Cardi's camp, but they left regardless. And as she's leaving, she, um, you can see her screaming, oh, you racist motherfuckers. And she's like slapping shit. So Cardi's being Cardi. Cardi's Cardi around the so clock. So weed is illegal in Albany? New York, I guess. I think New York's not a weed state, not I weed. guess. It seems like, you know, hip-hop started there, not being funny, but it seems like it would be yeah. legalized. Weed is, uh, I got my... It seems like it would be legalized in New I York. I got my theories on why um, weed is not legal um, across the board, because um, whereas alcohol is legal is and weed is not, because um, technically people can grow their own weed. Mm. You can't make your own alcohol. Not good. You can make not like moonshine, Bats like the hillbillies and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Like tiki torches drinking some moonshine. You can do that Bats bullshit. But yeah. You can't make quality liquor. You can make quality weed on your own. So like they, people will, um, the real weed smokers would just grow their own shit. If they just like made it a nationwide legalization, that's why they're making it a states thing. But that's just my theory on that. Mm. Cardi going in. Breaking story earlier today. I just had to throw that out there. Miss Cardi B. She make money moves and um, <laughs> I want to keep it local. Like um, right now. Oh. Big beef. I want to get in right now. We are gonna get into that. We are gonna keep. We are gonna get called all the local beefs. But ah, okay. I want to talk about my homegirl Kendra G versus Ooh. Dave East. Ah. 
Kendra G. She's from the Morning Takeover yes, on WGCI. Yes, yes. That's our competitor with Power 92. Mm-hmm. So I could talk about this story here on the podcast. No way I could talk about it on the no, airwaves. No, you can't so talk about definitely, it. Definitely. This is the place like, you want to hear my opinion on what happened. Is um So Davies was scheduled to um, make an appearance, like a meet and greet, and I think a show at the... Um, the iHeart Sprite Lounge, which they do on um, private events there. Right. It's right. like invite only. You can't buy tickets. So there's a room of about 100 girls. There's like some guys there, of course. It's like the chicks, like Davies has a huge female following. And I saw his picture and he, he's a nice looking guy. So, I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get why girls like him. I get so it. the story started innocent enough. Like I was um over at IMS, like teaching class. And one of my coworkers there told me, oh, you know, Davies no showed. And like it went in and went one ear out the other. I totally didn't even think about it. So oh like okay, like no artists no show shit all the time, so I didn't think yeah. it was a big story. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, Kendra G goes on her Instagram and posts a video basically blasting Dave East for like shitting on the people of Chicago. Damn. Not a good move, Kendra, if um especially like if you know that fan base, like the thirsty Dave East fans, like mm-hmm. those chicks is like so they they the they, uh the East Hive then are they like that? Oh, uh, they're a little um <laughs> hiveish. Yeah, they're the East Hive. A little hiveish, I would say. The East Sires, there you yeah, go. East Sires, East Sires, there funny. you go. <laughs> and so yeah, after um the fan base lit Kendra G up for the video she posted, it was on her Instagram, and I think GCI reposted it as well on their Instagram. It's mm. all been deleted at this point, but okay, shit lives forever on the internet, right? So then after that, Dave East he jumped in. Oh. He posted um the video on his um Instagram, which has also been deleted, but thank God for screenshots. <laughs> yes. I have um this paragraph that he wrote taking shots at Kendra. He said, I want to apologize to everybody in that room except this chick, Kendra G. I was not told by anybody to be there today. No radio station has my number. It's good to know how Kendra G feel, though. Um, it's like you was just talking about getting pregnant by me if you could. <laughs> I wouldn't touch you with gloves on. That's like basically like the start of it. And it's like a whole paragraph, but like I don't want to go into all of it. But... My mouth just hit the mm-hmm. ground like, wow. Yeah, so he basically said that Kendra wasn't attractive enough for him to smash. Damn. Because um, mm. this is what I heard. Because the next morning, like I flipped the radio stations while I'm driving oh, they, to work. Kendra, they got her, yeah. And then I heard her. And Kendra, she um, she clapped back on her. Yeah, Instagram. I just heard her saying like, uh, because like I just came in, in the middle, and she was like, if you're just tuning in now, she was like, um, uh, I'm responding to what happened between me and Dave East, and then she was like trying to give like a little bit of it. So like I had no clue what was going on because I just literally just came in. And I was like, what? On her happening? Instagram the next day, she posted <laughs> this pic, yeah, a glamour shot of hers. She said like, and she's basically saying like some of the comments that um the, the Dave East fans were like posting in her timeline mm. after the previous video. So it's, oh, she's ugly. And in parentheses, I disagree. I'm very pretty. She's dark skinned, true, and I love my complexion, what she posted. So the first thing I miss is what the, the people miss, and the second part is what she says. Mm-hmm. She says, she's a bitch. The response is like, facts, ha, ha, ha. She's unprofessional, parentheses, hmm, maybe sometimes, but not the majority of the time. She wears a hair wig. She's like, yes, I love my bundles. <laughs> she's committed career suicide, and that's the one that made me laugh. Like, child, please, like, you can't fire somebody for giving their opinion. No, you can't. She's a liar, it says on the air. And then she says, like, yeah, I've lied before, but not in this particular case. And then it says, like, she's a hoe. She says, ha, 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 you clearly know nothing about me. Yeah, you really don't. You really don't you know about Kendra's her. Yeah, a you say then, she's um, a hoe. That's, like I said, like, I've I, known Kendra G, like, over, like, about 14 years. And, yeah. Um, Kendra's never been a And hoe. I've been associate. Like, I mean, like, I know her through you. So, you know, from what I've seen, I was like, she's not a hoe. 
She's mm-hmm. not. Like, nah. The, the time since I've known her, Kendra has never been a Yeah, she's not a person who sleeps years, around. So. She doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. No. So. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of um, Kendra's response. Her timeline, she posted uh, what the haters said and then what she responded to them. But, My thing that I just still focus on, I know that. Uh, she's dark skinned. Like, she's that ugly. Just, and, like, clearly the woman irrit- is not ugly. That irritates me so much. And then I know people look at me like. Well, you not. How are you going to get mad? But it's still offensive. As a woman of color, it's so offensive to hear that she's dark-skinned. She's ugly. Why does she have to be ugly because she's dark-skinned? Mm. Why? Like, you know why do we... Are. Like, why do we... But why is this still going on? It's almost 2018. Why is this still happening? And that's the fucked community? up part. I like to say a lot um, how um, you're on a bigger platform. Um, America needs to address the race issue because obviously, like, especially like Tiki Torches. And even away. non-Tiki Torches. Yeah. It's like nobody likes to discuss this shit. They don't. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like, no, can't you just leave that in this? Forget about that. That's the past. It's like they don't like it's talking about this the shit. Sand. I hope that it goes yeah. away. It's not going to go away. But in, <laughs> internally, we have to talk about our problem as well, Absolutely. too. That light versus dark. is That's just as big as the white versus black in the black community. The shade is real. Yeah. Pun intended. The shade is the real. The shade is real. I think we just named the podcast. The shade is the real. The shade is real. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean... And like just we the, need to have a conversation amongst our community, like to address this. So, I mean, Spike Lee made fun of this shit thirty years ago yeah, on school days, school days with the wannabes and the jigaboos, yeah. and we still have wannabes and jigaboos and right why? now. Why is that? And then even though, like, technically, I look like a wannabe type of whatever, like I hated that when people were trying to associate me. Oh, you're gonna because you're the and I'm like, no, don't try to put me here because mm-hmm. I look a certain way. Don't don't do that. Do not do that. Don't be like, oh, well, you're going to have this event. You're going to have that. And I never like that. I never try to play that side of it. I never. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't vouch for that. Mm-hmm. But I've never tried to play that. That, that bitch thinks she all that. Yeah. Ugh. That's your hair. Your hair grow long. You think that you all like, oh, like, stop it. Let's stop it, people. We're all black like us. Like, let's, you know, black one thing. It can be from the lightest of the lightest to the darkest of the dark. But we all black. Yeah, let's just <laughs> we got to sit down and have this conversation uh, and fix this problem. Love yeah, we yourself. To focus on the tiki tortures. Yeah, let's to get love ourselves. ourselves. Right. Yeah. Let's love ourselves, black. Yeah, people. like we got enough hate coming from other motherfuckers. Yeah, we don't, I don't need to need, hate ourselves. I don't need it said, yeah. from other people. I don't we, we need got, it. We got enough of that bullshit yeah. on the outside. I don't need it from our people. From tiki I mean, tortures yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah, we have to fight enough. Like every day, we all my life, I have to, to fight. fight. We have to fight all our lives. Guess what? We gonna be all right. Absolutely, we gonna be all right, man. I want to keep the shade going. Ooh. Let's just um shift gears a little bit and talk NBA then. Mm. Chicago Bulls in particular. Bobby Portis and Nico Miritich exactly is who we're talking about. One phrase. Fix it, black Jesus. Mm. Oh, my God. When I saw this story, because um, Marcus was reading the story to me, and I thought that it was uh, one of those fake stories. Because, you know, um, mm. remember when... Ray Herbert and Paul George were both playing with the Pacers Indiana still. Pacers back in the and they day. said allegedly like why they were out of sync on the court because like during that series I think the playoffs that they were both out of sync and they said the reason why they I want to say that's when they played Miami or they played LeBron I think so but LeBron and Wade were in Miami yeah I think so they were saying that they were out of sync because they said that they had a threesome with some chick and then like they said the chick moving in that they were sword fighting. But, I mean, it was a fake story. Fake story, It was a yeah. fake story. So, I thought it was that. You know, that kind of sounds like a story that was real back in the day almost. Right, they Remember, said they um, were sword fighting. But. I'm, going, I'm going for my old head, old head NBA fans here. Back in the 90s, um, the Dallas Mavericks, 
They were like had a nice oh, tank job going yeah, on. You know where I'm going yeah, with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had like the three J's basically, like Jim Jackson, mm-hmm. Jamal, Mashburn, Jason mm-hmm. Kidd, like Bright Future, like three like young. Yeah, they did. They did what Philadelphia did now, except their guys weren't injured. They had three guys that were like dope. The three of them: and Jackson, okay. Mashburn, and Kidd. And what comes between dope. men? Women, woman. a woman, and, and the woman, woman was Tony Braxton. It's just another yeah. sad love Jim Jackson song. and and Jason <laughs> Kidd were very apparently bolt smashing yeah. Tony Braxton, and then that's what and then like and this was the, young Tony back then. I mean, yeah. she's still a beautiful woman this now. Is back, like, yeah, seven whole days, yeah. breathe seven again, Tony. It's the nineties. Yeah, yeah, this was young Tony, still a beautiful like woman now. One of the best looking women yeah. on the planet at that. This time. This was young Tony, so yeah. And um, yeah, they both were smashing her. Mm-hmm. I remember that the Jason Kidd thing. I sure enough, that. like Kidd was traded about a year later, and Jackson mm-hmm. not too long after that. And, yeah. and then I Ryan Marshburn somehow ended up getting traded to Miami at one point too. So you had these three like top five lottery picks all out of there within like two seasons because of Tony fucking Braxton. Yeah, she. <laughs> so, she, <laughs> she yeah. That was an explosive mm. story, like back in the day. But let's get back to the current bullshit with what, Bobby Portis and Nico Meritus. What if we hear of his abroad this time? That would be hilarious. I right? thought that it was a fake story, and then Mark's like, "No, it's real." And then I started coming through my phone, and I'm like, "He, this is what they said." They was like, they were in practice. Because when I first saw it, before you go further, mm-hmm. I thought, um, I thought it was a real story, but I thought it was just, um, you know, practice gets a little intense. Mm-hmm. I didn't think like then I saw like oh Nico's always facial fractures and like say like, oh he punched the shit out and of that's him. That's what I I thought like well guys get physical like my shove a little you might shit. curse yeah. a little yeah that's what I thought might it say was. you acting like a bitch you know you mm-hmm. might do yeah, you, you know fucking suck dude whatever it's like, that's yeah typical sports yeah. trash talk because like I mean Steve Kersey and Michael Jordan oh, Michael like, Jordan punched the shit out of him he punched him in the, the chest day. before yeah he's been punched. Stacey King was like he got punched by Michael um, Jordan before. Bill Cartwright, um, Jordan, like Jordan was one of the most. That's why it's good. Like social media wasn't about back out back then because Jordan has notoriously bullied his teammates. Yeah, like Cartwright, he was like a co-captain, and he was like, Bird said basically, "Why are you even in the league and shit?" He like was shit on his own teammates. Oh damn. And Will Purdue, he talked about oh, with the yeah. current Bulls announcer. Oh, yeah. On the, Which I think he does a good job. Yeah, he's on the pre-show. He's yeah, he on does a good set. job on there. And then um, he said, um, you need to change your name. Because Will Purdue, um, he's a he's an alum of Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. Like, um, nice. Jordan said, hey, you need to change your name to Will Vanderbilt because you suck too bad to be named after a Big Ten school. Jordan actually said this to Will Purdue. Start calling right you now, Will Vanderbilt. I'm <laughs> sipping um, ginger tea right now, so mm-hmm. on that. I'm but, not making up any of this shit. It just wasn't no social yeah. media out back then. Jordan really did all these things. When you I said. Saw, like when I read, like he had to, I was like he has a concussion. He yeah. had bones struck and out indefinitely. And so we don't know when he's going to be back. Four to six weeks minimum, he's yeah. going to be out. Four to six weeks. That's probably just when they're going to reevaluate. And he had him to get surgery because like it was bones broke in his face. And then I mean I know it's not funny, but Marcus said I was like it was to his. Uh, Bobby hit and Nico in the ground. He looked like it was two hits. Yeah. But I mean, you have to remember these guys are six foot ten, though. These are huge guys. So like, if somebody and, does um, punch you, and Nico Miritus has a reputation for being soft, yeah, he's soft. So actually, and Bobby probably did knock him the fuck out with like one yeah. punch. You got knocked the fuck out, like, like Debo and the, the dude on the bike and shit. But from what <laughs> I heard, the other side of it that um, I had some intel because I know someone who works at the Croc Center, mm-hmm. and like he works with the Bulls and all that. And he was saying that, um, you know, what happened basically is that Nico has been bullying um, Porus for like the last few years. 
I can see that because um, Portis is coming after his job. Yeah, and Portis just got sick of it. Because um, so, Portis, um, in fact, last year, Nico got benched quite a few times, mm-hmm. I want to say, in favor of Portis. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. That uh, He was saying, don't believe what the media says. And he was like, he's not crazy. He's not this. You know, he was a little crazy. Because he was like, you know, you, you know but Because once again, I got, um, shout out to the lovely Jazz. She said that um, Bobby Portis hit her on the DM like, on uh-huh. Instagram. <laughs> she, that tell, that makes she was sense. telling me her <laughs> Bobby Portis story, too. So but that, I mean. She called. She said, I see as crazy as doing that because we're talking about but you know it doesn't look good like Mm -hmm. a a large black man like anytime when a large black man you look Mm -hmm. savage if you Mm -hmm. punch a european guy it doesn't look good we got them crazy eyes eyes. crazy eyes (laughs) shout out uh what you call it uh uzo (laughs) yeah Uh, uzo (laughs) yeah but um he was saying that yeah um that nico had been bullying him the last few years and then that's what he said just came to a hit so my thing was going back to one of my favorite movies ever. I'm like, did he just George McFly him? Is that what happened? Like yeah. you get tired of getting bullied and you just you just balls up and you just knock out your bully. Was that what happened? Are you okay? <laughs> he just he just cold clocked him. But I mean, so we don't know what the future of the Bulls is going to be. Well, Bobby Porter's what got suspended eight games. I eight think eight games. I think he's it's a wrap for him. I don't see how do you come back from that. But Paxson was saying that I think you know, Portis, I, I, Bulls, I was against the Bulls re-signing Nico. If you're tanking, go 100 with it. Because like if if um Bobby could be a starter and then um Lori Markin off the bench like as a rookie to mm-hmm. like as he like gets acclimated to the NBA, like that's what like why did you even resign Nico? Because now you got a log log jam at that position. So it was like Markin not gonna get any minutes. It's gonna be Portis and like how you gonna mm-hmm. get minutes for like all these fucking power forwards? Yeah, it's a lot. It's like you got like like three, four guys playing the same position, right. basically. So I was like, if you tank and like just don't even bring back Nico Miritich, mm-hmm. just go with the two young guys. Mm-hmm. But they like, brought him back. It's, it's um right now. I think um he's out of here after this year, regardless, because he signed a two year, but um the, the second year is a team option, right? So after getting knocked the fuck out, you don't you don't get your option picked up after getting knocked the fuck out. If I'm GM and that's an automatic, like you, you know, I'll put that in the contract. Your contract is voided if you get knocked you out get knocked at any point during this contract. <laughs> it's an automatic void, so he should be gone now. But definitely, you don't pick up the team option mm-hmm. after getting knocked the fuck out. But that's what's called the "you got knocked the fuck out" clause. <laughs> that should be in all NBA contracts, right there. <laughs> so you heard it here first. If uh, exactly. they do pick up a contract, that's like the new, the, be the new collective bargaining like agreement. <laughs> like they had the first. Larry Bird exception, the Derrick Rose no rule. rule. After you got knocked the fuck out, Clark. <laughs> Might call that the Nico Miritich exception. <laughs> there we go. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was just crazy that that happened. I'm like, this happened all off the court. This was like in practice. It was like before the season even right. started. So the season, oh, the season start. even started. It's like a couple hours before the tip-off. Like the season even started. That ball's already fucking up. Yeah. But then opening, but then like looking at what we have going forward now, this dismal season. Oh, um, the tank is real. Yeah, I would well, love we 60, now. Yeah, I would love sixty-five yeah. games loss. I would love the Bulls. It's probably gonna happen because like when I was watching, but the bright spot is that Lori Marketing did have a um, good opening game. He had seventeen points, and they compared him to other knowable Bulls because I think um, Michael Jordan. They see on his opening game, he had sixteen points. Derrick Rose had eleven points. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like some other bulls on there as well. Probably Ben Gordon guys, like, yeah, uh, guys who like had like successful bulls um, careers. What's his name? Um, Elton Brand. Brand yeah. his rookie year. Yeah, they had like a lot of those uh, bulls and like what their Noah's like. And, and you know, Marketing was uh, up there. He with, measures like, the up top. to those He guys. measured up to like having a successful opening. 
So, I mean, so that is, like, the one bright spot I see on the this Bulls team. got a couple of bright spots, really. Like, um, you just got to scrape the surface a little bit. It's like, oh, the one kid, um, Felder, is that his name? Felder, he got, um, what, a 44 44 vertical. vertical. He, yeah. yeah, so that's not bad. Yeah. He was pretty. He's, um, he, look, he's not bad. He might be, like, another Nate Robinson, maybe. Nate, Isaiah Thomas, even. Like, he could I be like there. the small yeah. guards. Like, mm-hmm. Bulls seem to do well with, like, the little guards. Like, mm-hmm. finding little guards who are, like, third string but they actually could start like they're good at finding those guards now let's not forget like what if um zach levine has a nice bounce back yeah so the bulls could have some pieces there with marking in and levine that's a little mm-hmm. little future plans right there i still and chris like- dunn would just be icing on the cake like because so far he's been a bit of a bust mm-hmm. but um he was projected to be like one of the top top three picks um in his draft mm-hmm. so yeah, if he, like, rebounds, like, anything can happen. I still low-key like Felicio. I don't know. I just like Felicio low-key. I still like him. I saw Felicio at the Kendrick Lamar you damn did, show. You did, yeah. yeah. He was, like, two rows in front <laughs> right, of me. Yeah, uh, the damn show. So I'm hanging out there. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Felicio. Yeah. I still low-key like him, though, because, like, I think that he has, like... I think the Bulls should get rid of Lopez. He got some grit. Felicio. You know what I mean? He has, like, the grit that you need. Like, you know, he's a kid that... He... Felicio, you need to get him minutes, plus, like, getting rid of Lopez would help the team. Like, maybe he could be, like, a new Taj Gibson. Felicio could, like, maybe be groomed to be, like, that person mm-hmm. where, like, I go out, I do what I need to do, I work hard, I get the work done. He can maybe be that type yeah. of player. Like but don't give me a, don't get it twisted. Bulls do have a lot of bums. They on do. The team. Cameron Payne, <laughs> Jaron Grant. They got quite a few bums on Which that team. Which is kind of hit or miss, uh, Holiday. Because I've seen him like, look good. Justin Holiday is not part of the future. Like, so he's, I say, okay, he's like hit but, or miss. Um, yeah, Holiday is Why would you miss. sign? Um, this, he doesn't help the tank. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Valentine, I'm, I've almost given up on him at this point, too. I think he's a bust. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of bums on that team, too. Yeah. But it's some bright spots, like I said. Yeah. Marketing, like, so far he's living up to the hype because I wasn't happy about because you traded Jimmy Butler for this fucking guy. So like, who would be happy about that? And then they so, set the bar really high because they about saying he's going to be the next Dirk. And I'm like, that we bar. We heard that before. They claimed Nico Miritich was supposed to be the next Dirk. You see the face Dirk, I'm making right now. He's not good at all. But, I mean, I hate when people just set the bar. You're the next. Like, no, don't make somebody. You're the next Kobe Bryant. No, Or another one they set too high no. for him as well, who's still young in his career. That a lot of people say Markkinen is going, he's going to be another Porzingis. That's even too high for That's a high bar. Porzingis is, like, is amazing so far. Yeah, he is. It's like that's, he's, the, he's the reason why Carmelo is not playing for the Knicks anymore. So mm-hmm. we're going to go with the young guys. They traded Carmelo. How about Lori be the first Lori? How yeah. about he be the first one in him? Because that's the, that's the comparison I've been hearing a lot is Porzingis. I'm like, you kind of setting the bar high yeah. with that. Let, let's let Lori be Lori. It's way too high with that Dirk shit. I mm-hmm. was like, no, don't do it with Dirk. That's mm-hmm. way too high. Way. I think Portis should be out of there. It's just <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> I hope Bobby can hold on, but he probably both of them are probably gone. Why? You, you, I don't see how you can come back and keep both guys, and like I don't see mm, it. Well, I mean, stranger things have happened, but I would try it. I would be looking for trades. Ain't gonna be no kissing and making up on that side. But this fight happened before the actual opener. But then the opener, like five the minutes game, into the actual opener between the Cleveland Cavaliers and Boston, Boston Celtics, Celtics, Kyrie versus LeBron. And they would kept on trying to be like, LeBron may not play because of his ankle. I'm like, LeBron's not missing opening. Like, mm. come on. Not against and the then, Boston Celtics. And then it's going to be against Kyrie. Kyrie. It's a marquee matchup. Like, he's not going to miss that. Like, I mean, he may um, limit his minutes, hey, I was LeBron's like. Playing. But no. I was like, he's playing. <laughs> and what LeBron did, um, people were watching, like, is LeBron going to kneel? Is he going to kneel? Is he not going to kneel? Mm. But LeBron didn't kneel. However, he wore some sneakers that had Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, equality. LeBron with the dope kicks, man. Can I just... LeBron, that was my... Game, that was my man. snap. Yes. That was my snap. 
And like I said, I've always said this about LeBron. I can't love him always as a player because he's our direct competition. We're in the same division. But as, a, as a man, LeBron, and he's been woke. But as a man, years, yeah. I respect everything that that man does off the court. I respect mm-hmm. everything that he does, like for his community, for those kids. He sent kids to college. Everything that he does, I respect he's him. People with the, as a businessman, in Cleveland. Yeah, as so, a businessman, yeah. what he did with his friends, he just was like, "I'm not giving you money. I'm going to help you go to he school. Built his team I'm going to build my team up. from the ground up." And now we're running a multi what? What they run like a billion dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. And just and like we talked about last week, um, I'm predicting that um, like we said, like we only got one um, majority black owner in sports. I think LeBron is going to own his own team mm-hmm. someday. I can see that. I'm calling that right now. I can see that. Like because the, the, but the businessman he is, he's a businessman. After LeBron retires, I can see him trying to buy the Cavs. Like LeBron, I think he's going to own his I own think he team. Should. I think he should. It would be appropriate, I think. Yeah, because like you gonna you got Jordan, like LeBron. I think he's gonna want to buy his own team. And then LeBron, you know, no matter how much he tries to be like he's like he, you know, he's chasing Jordan. He's still chasing Jordan. He is. So that yeah. would be like one more thing to log on his um okay, nah, on his resume. Yeah, now nah, I'm a business owner too. too. Yeah. Like LeBron wants to buy it, and they could be in the billionaire clubs with their cigars, laughing like, "Oh, see that uh, escargot cigars with hundred dollar yeah. bills." <laughs> <laughs> Look at that escargot. See how we, that's how we think billionaires act. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you let us in the club, maybe we, you know. You yeah, say so we won't talk shit about you. Let us see how you in, really act. You know, yeah. you or maybe come on the podcast and talk. we could have a billionaire sitting in that chair right there talking. Come on, Bill Gates. You're welcome yes, on the show, yeah. Mr. Gates. I'd love to put you on the show. Mr. Yeah. Gates, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, five minutes into the Celtics. Oh, my God. Ooh, Cavaliers game. Gordon Hayward. Oh, my God. He had one of the top five, like, um, gruesome, most gruesome sports injuries of all time. literally, I had just stepped out the room because I was making dinner. I was, like, trying to put together. And then we just turned I was around. In cl- I was teaching class at Yeah, the we time. stepped out the room for one more. And when we turned and around, I just saw we um, the, TV. the internet going crazy. My phone just started going crazy after that. And then it was just, like, it just kept on showing the bench and just showing mm-hmm. the players. And yeah. then they showed the audience, the fans looking like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And then we looked and we was like, it's heck. Is that Hayward? Is, wait, is he like down? Record time. Like, is he five down? minutes into like, his new team. Happened? Yeah, he's hurt already. He like, what, like, the, what just happened? And we saw that replay. And then I saw Ugh. the replay. I was like, oh my his, god. His foot was on backwards. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It was almost turned back, like 180 almost. Yeah, his foot it was. was almost oh on backwards. God. Oh my god. Because his shoe was off. And then like I saw the other, like somebody actually took a picture of it. And then I saw the next day on the internet, the picture. And the way his foot was like, it was, it was like almost turned at a one eighty yeah. degree. It was almost like it was like backwards. making like a backwards L. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my god! Oh mm-hmm. my god! Oh my god!" It's me, oh that's god. right up there with Joe Theismann. It's right up there with Paul George. It's right up there with Kevin Ware. It's up there with some of the most gruesome injuries we've seen. Who was up the there. one who um, Bogut when his shoulder? Yeah, his shoulder came out. His arm was like flapping. Up there with um, it was Psycho Sid from Pro Wrestling. His leg, bro. It's right up there with those oh, gruesome um, injuries, one, just like that. Sean Livingston with his knee, Livingston like in his leg, he's had a gruesome. Oh, yeah, to me, Gordon Hayward is right up there with those. His injury. It's crazy the way that shit was. And I just was like, oh my God. And I can relate personally. I'm going to tell a personal story. Yes, yes. Like, please share your story. Cause 30 years ago, 30 years ago, I was a young child at the time and um, mm-hmm. had the similar injury to Gordon Hayward slash Paul George. Had pretty much that exact same plus injury. Plus Kevin Ware, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, me and my brother feast fucking around in an abandoned building. You know, boys will be boys. Yeah. And um, somehow I felt like two stories from the second floor down to the ground like fucking around on a fire escape in an abandoned building yeah 
Snap my tibia and my fibula and had both bones in my leg, my left leg. Snapped them just like Gordon Hayward and my foot was turned the opposite way, just like Gordon Hayward's was. And he, of course, we and Feast reacted just like that bench reacted. Just like anytime you see an injury, the way people react, like I saw it, I remember. He broke I never, your arm at the same time. Yeah, too. I slammed my arm on trying to break my fall. That's how, like, yeah. so the arm, the arm break was just a um, byproduct of the leg. Yeah. The um, the actual the fall broke the leg, and then me trying to brace myself is when I broke my arm. Yeah. So your whole mm-hmm. left side was broken. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that injury. Oh my god. Yeah. But you were like, yeah. So you were a kid when you were. I happened, bounced back so you, pretty quick. Yeah. Because I was like less than a year, I was back to normal. Yeah. You know, kids bounce back. Yeah, you bounce your bones bone mend pretty quick as a kid. And then I was a super little because you guys were young, and then I was like a child when this happened. Mm-hmm. So I was like barely school age when this happened. A little so. bit, a little older than Ariana. Right. Like, so then seeing two, two, three years older than she is. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so like seeing this, I was like. Like, I didn't actually see it, but then when mom and dad were trying to tell me about it, and then, like, when I saw that blood in the alley, and... Oh, yeah, I lost a ton of blood. And then I thought that you were going to die, and I was, like, crying, and, (laughs) like, it was just, it was traumatic to see that, like, you see your big brother, and then you see his blood. My dad, he left work early to come see me at the hospital, because he was at work at the time, yeah, he had to, he left Mm -hmm. off to come check on me, I remember that. And then, like, I was just crying. And then the funny thing that I said in the hospital when they was like, you lost so much blood. And then I was like, can I donate my blood? <laughs> like, I tried to donate. See, I was I a little kid. <laughs> I did try. I mean, I'm sure I really didn't know what that meant. But I'm sure I heard people say, You like, probably donate. heard mom say that because mom did say that. Yeah. You know, that she asked the doctor, did you need blood? And then I said, well, can I donate my blood? But they're like, you're a child. You can't mm-hmm. donate. But the funny thing is, we actually do have the same blood type, so it actually could have worked. <laughs> like if, yeah, if you were a little you know, older, it would have worked. Yeah, it's like we actually do have the same blood type, but yeah. But man, that was like wild oh as fuck seeing that shit. So personal story that, yeah, like Oz, Oz man can relate to. Yeah, I had a my Gordon Hayward moment back as a child. Yeah, so. It's the reason why I'm doing radio and not playing football, because I wanted <laughs> to play football. But, but the, yeah. The football guys, we didn't uh, do just, I'm kind of glad now, too, with the whole CTE thing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> The blessing in disguise is I might not be even maybe able to talk and do this podcast now exactly. from too many headshots. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> I might have told I did on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I don't, you don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. Take too many shots today. <laughs> you might. But um, also, opening night, we'll keep on NBA opening night. Lonzo Ball's, like, lackluster debut. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it. Hey, three points on one of six shooting. But they said that... Um, and the funniest shit was the Stephen A. and um, LeVar Ball, like, the post game, And, like, LeVar was like, no, nah, he did good. So he's like, how, how can you say that he three points on one of six shooting? Yeah. My goodness. That is a disgraceful display for a rookie that has so much potential. Like, <laughs> And then they said that he tried to comfort Patrick Bailey. Because I saw in my timeline that he was like, he doesn't know who he is. And then I saw people like... That's West Side, because you know people from here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> LeVar Ball did shit on Patrick they're like, Beverly. They're like, he's he said, a lot. Do nobody down. know who Patrick Beverly is? Yes, they do. Like, he's a lot down <laughs> defender. Like, he is. Like, he's like another Tony Allen. Like, we know Tony Allen, lot down defender, West Side. Like, That's like, West Side right there. He's like, Lonzo's going to be great. <laughs> Patrick Beverly ain't great. He's basically going he's in. He's a lot down defender. He basically, he's saying Beverly's like career role players. Like, Lonzo's going to be a star. That's what he was saying. Hey, he, he ain't destined but for he greatness. He had a great mouse back, though, because he had 20. He had triple double. Almost. Absolutely, yeah. Pops got in that ass. 29, 11, and hey, 9. Hey, man, the second game. I think, right? <laughs> 
Pops got in that ass. Like 20, or 29, he, um, 9, and 11. Yeah, Jake Shuttlesworth his ass. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. <laughs> LeVar Ball took him aside. <laughs> like, so y'all saw he got game. Yeah. LeVar Ball is a real life Jake Shuttlesworth. Lonzo's <laughs> Jesus. Like, <laughs> he Jake Shuttlesworth his ass. I mean, Denzel obviously looks a lot better than him. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I, saw I that, like what you're doing, LeVar. But, yeah, LeVar, he got a little LeBron qualities mm-hmm. like that, too. Like, he's definitely he's, um, always his mind is on business. Like, his big baller brand. Like, like, yeah. LeVar, like Lonzo just started playing in a brand. People already recognize the brand. Yeah. Like, this early in his career. Like, he's done nothing, but, like, Big Baller Brand is, like, on the uprise. Big Baller Brand. It's, like, mainly because of LeVar Ball and his trash talking. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, going back just quick to Hayward's thing, did you see the stupid comment that Skip Bayless made? Oh, what'd he say? Because, like, initially Skip Bayless, you know, people would give him, like, their, like, you know, you know, their condolences and doing all that and be like, you know, you're going to be fine. Kobe wrote a really nice message to him. Mm-hmm. Basically say it's okay to cry. It's okay to be mad, to be pissed off. He said, but you're going to bounce back. You know, people were giving him words of encouragement. But then after Skip gave his first uh, tweet or whatever about the words of encouragement, then he made a comment basically trying to use that moment to shit on LeBron. Basically like, now it's this much easier with Hayward being now. It's this much easier for LeBron to go and lose his sixth uh, final it's not about LeBron. And when he right wrote now. that, people was like, "You dummy! Like, why would you? Like, I don't know if the comment has been deleted now or whatever." It's like but we don't even know. Like, Gordon Hayward's career might be, it might over, be over. And it might not be the same. And if he, even if he does come back, luckily he just signed that big contract. Like mm-hmm. financially, he'd be straight. But like, what if right. Gordon Hayward? What if he's washed up when well, he comes back? He can't play basketball. Yeah. I mean, we saw Brandon Roy couldn't play. Yeah, he never was the same. Yeah. We're seeing Rose is still figuring it out. His, yeah. Um, yeah, what if Gordon Hayward but is Skip like Bayless that? made back. that comment. And then people, like, they went all the way in. Like, the players, like, just went. It's, it's not about LeBron. Like, you use this moment to, like, you know, basically take a shot, a cheap shot at LeBron. It's mm-hmm. not about LeBron. But Skip, I mean, usually I roll with Skip, but that was some dumbass shit, Skip. You need to... I'm to tell Shannon to break out the black and mild. Nah, and, and the wave cap. Yeah. <laughs> he, Shannon had to get him on that one. <laughs> and then speaking to Rose, like Rose had another ankle injury. And Absolutely, they said that yeah. Tyrone Lou was saying that it didn't look good. And it's like, I don't know. Rose is washed. I think it is. It's like he just, in every season since the original in knee injury he, in 2012, not the same. He's he not sat the out same. all of the 13 season, 14 season, he had another knee injury. 15, he had a knee injury. Then we got traded to the Knicks. 16, that ended with a knee injury. Now mm-hmm. 17, yeah, ankle injury. I think he's just destined to be injured the rest of his career. Yeah. Like, he, like he, might, he might be like a T-Mac where, like, you'll see flashes of, like, mm-hmm. or, or even, like, a Grand Hill. Because, like, you know, even though, like, you're an injury guy or whatever, but you can see those flashes of great. Rose was looking that. good in the preseason he with was. Cleveland. He was. Now this injury is, like, who knows. And, like, you already got Isaiah Thomas out, so they real thin at the point at guard the point as guard. it is. Well, LeBron's a point guard anyway. So LeBron is really a point guard, a point, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's a point, yeah. LeBron is pretty. No matter who was on, has the title of point guard, the ball is going to be in LeBron's hand the majority of the Speaking time. Speaking of changing of the guards, like keeping with LeBron, did you see um, the Milwaukee Cavs game? Oh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <gasps> Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, mm. my nigga. Like, Giannis, like that dude. And didn't Kevin Durant say that he had the potential to be the greatest or something like that? That Kevin Durant gave him, like, mad props, Giannis. And then when they asked LeBron about it, like, LeBron even was like, yeah, I mean, he's like, this kid, you know. You can tell the way LeBron was talking about it in the interview, but on one play, when Giannis stole the ball and he outran LeBron, you know, you, usually LeBron can, like, run somebody, catch mm-hmm. him down and block him from behind. LeBron couldn't catch him. Mm-hmm. And after he scored and LeBron had just fall back, 
LeBron had the look that Sidra had when Sidney got the ball in the uh, you talking about love, love and basketball. basketball. That's how LeBron uh, had the look on his face, like when they were like duking it out. So LeBron said, never let a freshman <laughs> take your spot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how LeBron was looking at Giannis after that play. He was just looking like, because LeBron can usually do that. Like LeBron can run down. He's like one of the best at that, to run you down and block you from behind. Milwaukee Bucks got some nice pieces. They do. Key. I, I, want, I want Jabari to get healthy. They He's do. had his injury issues. And um, Fine Maker, I think, is um, he has the potential to be a beast as well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the, if all of these guys can like fall into place, I think Milwaukee can be something special. They got nice pieces. But Giannis, I think that Giannis is there already. He's special. I mean, I mean if these other two guys live up to their hype. They I could think have that a he's going to be right like. There. I mean, people don't know who he is yet. I mean, if you don't really it's watch fucking Milwaukee, like who, right. lives, who then, lives in Milwaukee? Then, Mike Love moved from Milwaukee. Love. He's, he's <laughs> in Chicago. Mike Love don't even want to live in Milwaukee. Happy days with shot A. Yeah, and Laverne and Shirley. Fonz, and yeah. <laughs> Said. We went to Milwaukee for that one Bulls yeah. game that one time. We drove. Even though it was like 80% Bulls fans in the yeah. Bradley Center that night. We were like, this year, nice here in North. <laughs> it's funny. Like, we, yeah. um, when the Bulls were introduced, it was more cheers. And it said, now introducing your Milwaukee Bucks. Boo! This is hilarious. It's only about like an hour and 10 minutes from Chicago, mm-hmm. so. And the Bulls were actually good. And they were good. Now the Bulls get booed at the United Center. That's another story. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's the one that he's going to know his name. Like, if you don't watch basketball and you don't know his name now, you're going to know his name mm. by the end of the season. You're going to know his name. He was getting MVP chance. Yeah. The Milwaukee already. fans, they were, like, screaming mm-hmm. MVP. They got a like, star. Did you see that law? More than Chicago can say right now. They have a star. I think he had 34 points or something. Like, he was killing. Mm. Giannis was out there killing it. He was. He was doing everything. You almost turned it into a damn NBA podcast, but mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. shit happened opening week. And I know I mean, your, basketball is your basketball sport. Basketball is I know, my so. sport because so it's the opening week. We got to talk about this my shit. first thing that I Facebooked uh, um, for opening because I was you know I was going to watch uh, the opening game with the Cavs and uh, the Celtics. I typed in basketball is back, bitches. That's what I posted huh. on Facebook. People say I guess you like basketball. This is my sport. Did you see the Warriors Grizzlies game on Saturday? I saw the result of what happened because you know, I fall asleep, you know, at night now. Well, but. Steph Curry and <laughs> Kevin Durant were ejected. I saw that, and that I was like, game. what the hell? Within, I, like, the final minute, so the game was almost yeah, fucking over. Because I saw it pop up in my timeline. It was like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant both ejected. Because like, um, the on the way to the basket, um, Steph Curry, he got hacked, which got that hacked. happens. Guards get hacked all the and time he, on the way to the basket. And he scored, but he didn't he get scored, the scored, and then he, like, went off, threw his mouthpiece at the ref. Again. Yeah, which he did in the finals got, a couple of years ago. He got ejected yeah. in the finals when yeah. he did that. And he gets ejected, and then Durant got ejected as well. Curry was on the verge of getting ejected as well, too. And then on the way off the court, Kevin Durant points at his finger like, yeah, I got to win. like the crowd was basically mocking him for getting ejected because the, the Warriors are about to lose that game. Yeah, they were because it was only like a minute. They were already they were down, down and by like the ejection just confirmed yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay, y'all are definitely not coming back now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, laughing, laughing at this. Yeah. So, like, so I think the Warriors are just becoming a little, a little unhinged because it's like now you feel like, I have like this huge greatness to live up to in this. Like, because what, it's all. Um, they're like one and two now. They're starting the season. Yeah, they started one and off two. slow. So, I mean. Right now, they're, they're in a league of their own. Way, yeah. Like the fucking Madonna movie and shit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're in a league of their own at this point. Yeah. They like, is the Warriors and then there's everybody else. Like on that next tier, you got teams like the Cavs, Celtics, before the Gordon Hayward injury. 
you have the Spurs, you got the Rockets, you got the Thunder. Yeah. Like, they're all on the same tier. But yeah. Warriors are ahead of that tier. To oh, me. yeah, they're on a plus It's Warriors, and then those teams are right there. And then those guys, right. And then everybody else after that second mm-hmm. tier. which and then, and then there's the Bulls, like which, which fight their own teammates. The Bulls are on a tier of themselves, too. <laughs> they, they knock the fuck out of their own teammates and shit. Like, nobody's doing that but the Bulls. <laughs> but good um, opening week, NBA. Yeah, We're talking on excitement. Um, shift gears on um, with the sports-wise. Sports-wise, yeah. I know you're going to talk about this, um, especially uh, your husband was, like, heartbroken over this. Yeah. The fucking Cubs eliminated Eliminate. in the playoffs by the Dodgers. Well, they had last mm. year. That's what they said we always had last year. Lost in five. At least it wasn't a fucking sweep, a sweep, though. <laughs> Thank God. Sweep, yeah. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't a sweep. I just think it's the Dodgers year. I think they're going to take it off. Dodgers are looking solid, especially since the Yankees are out of it, because I thought it was going to be the Dodgers and the That would have been interesting in New York, New York LA. and LA. That would have been interesting. And plus the Dodgers, remember originally the Brooklyn Dodgers, like it would have been like a Subway series back in the day. Right. So like everybody wanted, but yeah, the, the Astros fucked that up. Everybody wanted the um the Dodgers and Yankees, yeah, but they said close, nope. Yeah. <laughs> they fucked it up though. They mm-hmm. yanked that out, so we're not going to get that dream series. I think uh, the Dodgers are going to take it all because like last year, they just felt like the Cubs was going to take it all. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like even when the Cubs got down at one point, I was like they're they're going to mm-hmm. win. Like you know, you just feel like some it's their time. Mm-hmm. Like it's their time to win. There's two funny things that yeah. happened on social media after this shit. It's like. Of course, like just the Sox fans were like, so, like celebrate like it's nineteen ninety nine and shit. They came out like roaches. That's what one yeah. of my Cubs fans were like. You guys, you Sox fans, coming out like roaches. Not only that, but yeah, I was gonna say one of the Cubs fans instead of talking about the Cubs lost, all they did was talk about how much the Sox suck. That's all. That. So you, you you can't lie. You're a fan of the White Sox. It's like because that's what did the White Sox is like their nickname. Yeah, S U X. They were in last place. Mm. The Sox I mean, are like, damn. They were in last place this year. Sox right now are like kind of where the Cubs were like four years ago. They're like, they're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. They're like, like remember the Cubs like maybe like four, five seasons ago. Yeah. Like they're like in that area. In that boat, yeah. It's like they're on the, um, they're, they suck, but um, they are like getting the pieces yeah, the too. Pieces like getting order. back there and shit. Yeah. I tell you, yeah, well, you know my baseball story to begin with. I, yeah. I, I yeah, lost my passion for baseball because for those that don't know, our dad died. The same day that the White Sox won the World Series in 05. Yeah. He died later that night. So, and yeah, after that, part of me yeah. died with that locket. So, yeah. Like, I haven't been passionate. Like, I've looked at the cut. I've peeked in on the World Series from time to time mm-hmm. over the years. But I just don't have that same passion. And when I watch the whole city of uh, Chicago was celebrating, it's like, See, we I don't even remember any of that. Yeah. That's why I can't tell yeah. you if um the celebration for the White Sox was big. I know the Cubs was big last year, but I, know the one, I don't even remember how big it was. The one because thing that I do remember, I don't remember how big I was it driving was. to the hospital. Oh, you saw like minor and pockets saw, and, and shit. I, yeah. I was saying, while I was driving to the hospital, I saw people. Like, so I didn't know what was going on at the time. I just saw people like with brooms and they were like screaming while I was driving to the hospital. And then like hindsight, now I'm like, oh, they were saying a sweep because like the, the Sox did sweep their opponent that mm-hmm. year. Like but I can't I tell no you that um, what either. kind of turnout yeah. it was for the parade, and I don't yeah, remember I don't any know. of that yeah. shit because I was in a daze for like a couple of weeks after. Yeah, I was show. too. So, so I couldn't tell you, but yeah, yeah part of me died that day. Yeah. Let's wrap up our sports talk right now. Um, talking about Mr. Colin Kaepernick, he's filed a grievance against the NFL. I saw um, that for alleged collusion. Mm. And then Darren um, Goodall um, backtrack and say that he's not. If, oh, yeah, Roger Goodell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger Goodell said that he's not going to make it mandatory for them to stand. Or oh, something. he had to and shit. Yeah. He said, you know, he was like he would prefer people to stand, but he was like, it's not. You put be that in the rules is because it's like 
It's not You can't required. tell people they have to stand. Even, like, we know that from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, if all school, every school had, like, some tools that were, like, Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witnesses, Witness, yes, and they, they never stood. I think the Amish don't stand either. Yeah. I think they don't. So, like, so. certain groups, you can't tell somebody they have to stand. Because I remember Jehovah's Witnesses would never participate in any of that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the Pledge of Allegiance, the National Anthem, they would always, like, they stay silent. Right. Because that's their right, yeah. You don't right. have to, like, participate in that. Mm-hmm. Collins filed a grievance, but um, basically, like, blackballing him from the league. I don't know um, what they have as far as evidence, but, the, like, the circumstantial, it does look like he is blackballed. It does. A lot of teams could use a quarterback, like, even a backup. Like, like uh, Gre- they were saying that Green Bay should sign him. Somebody was A lot of people that. I've been seeing in my timeline. Yeah, they the signed the petition sign. for the uh, yeah. Green Bay to sign him. And then him. we were like, a lot of people said how many, like, black people would automatically become Packers fans if that shit were to happen. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> yeah, but we can't become Packers fans. We're bears, like. <laughs> Speaking of other bears, like real quick, local news. Um, the young man Eddie Jackson. Yes, uh, we wrap up a little NFL. Yeah, talk he was right the first now. one yeah. to um, score two defensive touchdowns, doing more than seventy-five yards yeah. as a fucking rookie, too. Yeah, and he, this is the first time in history yeah. that this I has mean, ever been done. Him being a rookie is even is, more amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because like we were watching that game earlier, um, and like the first one he did, and then when he did another one, we was like, he got another one. Like mm-hmm. what? Because I mean, defensive Tom yeah. touchdowns aren't, they don't happen all that much. No. So for him to have two in one game, especially for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over 75 yards, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty fucking amazing. So shout out Mr. Jackson. Do mm-hmm. your thing. Do your thing. A little bright spot in Chicago sports yeah. amongst the very, oh, very, the, amongst the darkness. But the cloud that's hanging over Chicago yeah, right man. now. <laughs> Speaking of darkness, you probably have no idea who Hazel E is. She's from Love and Hip Hop, and she has been fired. I just from know the, the name, but I don't know anything about her because I don't watch Ratchet TV. Mm-hmm. But share. So basically, the story is started saying um, because Hazel E's guy, like um, he was um, allegedly was saying he was going to cheat on Hazel with um, a dark skinned comedian, Jess Hilarious. You know, like Hazel is light skinned, so she went in about um, dark skinned women. Is like, yeah, like. This raggedy broke black ass bitch and called her a monkey and all of that shit. So like that's what um the first part of that attack. Like I said, we get to our light skin, dark skin, which we talked about a few minutes ago. She basically called just hilarious, yeah, broke ass black bitch. And, and I've shit. seen her before. Like, I don't think that she's ugly. I think that she's like her face is a little strong, but I think she has a great she's not body. Not a bad looking woman. Yeah, not a bad. I think that she just makes because she's like if you have a strong face, it's like you know mm-hmm. you have to be careful because like she makes like she when she mean mugs. Like I think that she does that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I've seen her. She's not an ugly woman, and she has a great body. She's not an ugly woman though. She's not. Mm-hmm. But ladies, let's stop that with the then they call them monkeys and you know. story gets bigger than that because um people like to go in about her guy anyway like saying like he's a little effeminate they say that her guy looks. Gay I have no shit. idea yeah. who this person even is. So <laughs> yeah, Hazel Lee's guy said that he looks gay, so he posted on his Instagram. It says, I'm 25, bitch. You really want to know how I feel about gays so bad? Well, here you go. Hope that all gays die and go to hell. It's basically um, a LGBT flag burning. So you're just trying to end your career. <laughs> or what? I mean, I don't even know who you are, but what little career you do have, you're just trying to end, right? Yeah. So, yeah, not only do you have dark-skinned women upset with you, but then that's what did her end. Because, you know, that gay community don't fuck around. You don't no, want to I go don't. after them and shit, so like they protest, so like she's but loving hip hop fired her basically. As a light skinned woman, shit. I'm offended by that. The dark skinned women mm-hmm. coming, I'm offended by that. As a light skinned woman, I get offended mm-hmm. by that type of stuff. So 
even if you black just said ass that, and shit, even if you just said that uh, I look better than her, how would he cheat on me with her? Cheat on me with that would have that would have been fine. But you have to go monkey and blood black, black ass monkey bitch. Why you have to say any of that? Like why? Like at the end of the day, light skin like dear black people having light skin and good hair, air quote, don't make you better than somebody. It just doesn't. Exactly. It's just okay. My hair texture is different than yours. Your hair texture is different than mine. My complexion is different than yours. Your complexion is different than mine. That's what it is. Talk about good and bad hair. Right. That's <laughs> all it is. It's no such thing as good hair. Mm. It's not. Good hair is healthy. Well, it is. Good hair is healthy hair. If your hair growing out your scalp is healthy, it grows and ain't breaking off. That's good hair. Yeah, you take care of yourself. You have that's good, good hair. hair. Has nothing to do with um. Oh, Texture. I mean, my baby got some good hair. I got three A hair. Mm-hmm. I got two C hair. Mm-hmm. It's like no. Let's stop that. Let's stop that ignorant mess. We mm-hmm. gonna stop that right now. Oh my gosh. Speaking of um, another beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful dark skin sister that I just uh, love. Lupita. You know I love me some Lupita. You're going there. I have to go here because like ever since I saw Lupita, like, I was just like. I saw her first in 12 Years a Slave. That's the first time I saw her. I didn't her. see 12 Years a Slave until much later. I saw that in the show. When it was yeah, like, I saw it much, much later. I had to see that later. fucking movie. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I was kind of on the it. fence because I was like, I don't want to be angry watching I it. Think, I know why you didn't go. Marcus didn't want to see <laughs> no, it. He Marcus doesn't like seeing shit like that. He doesn't like, like movies that, yeah. like that because he's like... But like me, I'm like, I got to see this Because she was telling such a yeah. talented actor and he's like, why does it have to be this movie to put him on to make it be like... Oscar nomination He's like, he's been dope since before that. And you got to put him to get Oscar nom for that. He's like, I don't like stuff I've been a fan of since talk to me, yeah. With uh, he played Dewey, oh, yeah, the, Dewey, yeah, the Dewey DJ, Hughes. Yeah, he played, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I was on um, Petey Green was on um, what's his name Don Cheeto, Don Cheeto yeah. The legendary Petey Green. He's like um, he's basically like the Herb Kent of his era, the voice of the mm-hmm. black community back in that era. He, oh, I love he's too. from Don that Cheeto. era. Yeah, he's awesome. Don I love Cheeto. him too. Awesome. He's actor. one of those big yeah. black voices, like like how um Herb Kent was mm-hmm. around here. Petey Green was that in, in mm-hmm. D.C. and Dewey Hughes was on uh, who um, Chiwetel played. Yeah. Which is the was the at the time was the husband of Kathy Hughes, who's the owner and the founder of Radio oh, yeah, One and yeah, TV yeah, One. Yeah, yeah, so nice. So like it's a connection with yeah, connection. with TV One and everything. Yeah, like Dewey Hughes is his ex wife is the founder of um TV One. But so. Miss Lupita, like mm-hmm. the first time I just saw her, just when she walked the red carpet, like she was just so grand, like everything was just so. Oh, and she won her fucking Oscar. Yeah, and just like her, just her presence, just. She just looked like royalty. Like even though she was a new actress, she looked like royalty who just had it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like some people just have it. She had it. She looked like she belonged. She didn't look out of place. And no matter what angle that you take of this woman, mm-hmm. I've never seen a bad picture of her. Well, she knows how to bring her fucking in. Like she's gorgeous to me. I'm like like her skin, like, oh my gosh, perfect skin. Like I'm jealous, like perfect, no blemishes, just just everything about her is just so beautiful to me. And seeing her talk about her encounter with Mr. Harvey Weinstein. Ryan the fucking perv, yeah. Shout out to Xavier for posting this story. That's the first person that I saw post. I think it. I saw it in Xavier's You saw it because you commented on it too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I commented. Well, you liked there. it, yeah. I, think I might have saw it before I called. I was like, "Yep, yeah, I did see it right before that." He pulled. We probably mm-hmm. saw it around the same time. He just posted it. Yeah, because when I saw, when I saw it, it, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I heard that too." Yeah, because you commented, and then like, I was like, "Let me read it." And then as I was, because it was a long read, and as I was scrolling and reading it, I was just like, 
oh my god, this fucking pig. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but it's just like this dude was just—he was just out of control. She like, was—he had to, he had to be stopped. She was, was literally st- out of control. But my thing is, dude. she was in school still, so you know, because so, she's not that old now. So you know, she was in school. She was maybe 21, 22. Most of these chicks were oldest. younger, like her Gwyneth Paltrow. They right. were like they were young like girls at that time. This was like years ago right. when it like, happened to these. I was yeah. like, what? Like they weren't like they grown, were women grown women now. This is like years ago when he like was like making these advances towards being a predator, them. and then just her being like when he was like trying to give her a massage, and then she said that he got naked and said, "Hey, give me a massage." Yeah, like, and then she, and she was, said, "No, I'll." Get, uh, she said he wanted to give her one. She said, "She said no, no I'll, I'll give, give you." Because she, she was like, at least she wanted to be in control. That's what it was. He like he offered to give her a massage, and then he said, and then she said that he tried to um, basically. Wanted to say, like, um, if you don't do the thing, you know, like... Uh, no, yeah, you know what you got to do, yeah. Yeah, your career is not going to go right. anywhere. But then, look at how the Lord works. Like, she got in 12 Years of Slay, like, right after that. Mm-hmm. And she won the Oscar. And then when he saw that and she now won he's the, on his way out the door, it looks like. And then they said that he was, like, trying to be like, oh, yeah, and trying to be, like, trying to smooth it over with her. Like, once he saw that she had succeeded, despite not having to do what he wanted her to do. Mm. But then the thing that makes it crazy is that after all this happened, now he's trying to say that the um, he has no recollection of that happening because he said that the events that Lupita is reporting, he was like, it didn't happen. Liar, he said it didn't happen. But all these like not being okay. I'm fucking. I'll be racist. Whatever. I can say it like this. Mm. I'll be racist. Like, okay. It's so, our fucking podcast. To so say all it. these. So all these thirty some white women come forward. You remain silent. You say nothing about these white women come forward. One black woman comes for you, like, oh no, that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't so it's like, I didn't touch that. Ne- I didn't touch that negro. That's what I that's, just got out of it. Black bitch is a liar. Is what he's. I didn't touch yeah. this negro. I don't want her. That's what I got out of it. I mean, maybe am I reading too deep into it? She hazel eat that shit. That's what. Right? He did. <laughs> did he? Yeah. It's like, but we know the history of black women in this country from white men. We know the history. Hey, what well, was Lupita winner Oscar for again? Twelve years a slave. A slave, and we saw what we um, saw that happened in that movie. Yeah, where he was after her. Mm-hmm. We saw that, and that happened. It wasn't a fake thing. It wasn't. And speaking of Harvey Weinstein, it looks like Ugh. Bill Bellamy might be in a sunken place. He came out defending Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> His um, TMZ caught up with him out at LAX. And he said um, that um, the fallen mogul did a lot of good for the business. It's like in saying that um, he has sympathy for the victims. But he's like, mm, you got to fight to give Harvey his old job back at the Weinstein Company. So Bill Bellum, he's in that sunken place. So but, praying after, yeah, not, not even women. You can't even call it. These were girls. Like, I was a 22-year-old girl at one. I can't even imagine, like, if some guy was, like, tell me, well, you know, you, for you to move up the ladder, you got it. No, I can't I don't I know if Bill, does Bill Bellamy have daughters? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think he, I, I know his wife is very pretty. He has a very pretty yeah, wife. I don't I know, know if that. he has daughters or not. But, I think um, he does have a daughter. If you have daughters, you sound even dumber for saying, yeah, Harvey's good for our business. Like, he shouldn't lose his job. Cause like I have a daughter, so it's hey. like my whole my whole outview of like having a daughter and, is is totally and different. And like I always say, Bill Bellamy, shut the fuck up. Yes, have a seat, brother. Have a seat. Get out of that sunken place. <laughs> and we will keep the race thing going on this Harvey Weinstein. It's like I, I didn't think there was gonna be a lot more to talk about. This we covered pretty much all of it last week, but a few new wrinkles happened this week on this. Mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke, TMZ oh. caught up with his ass. Mm. No, no, it's not what you think where I'm going with it. Mm. When they were talking to, um, how about Harvey Weinstein? Mickey, that was the one that was in, um, 
Mickey Rourke played the wrestler. He was the he star. He played the wrestler. Batman. Okay, yeah, I remember. Okay, I saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one that Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for, right? Yeah. Okay, Marissa yeah, Tomei I remember was, that movie, yeah. And he was nominated. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, he said that he felt sorry for Weinstein, but not that piece of shit, Bill Cosby. And they basically did the same thing and shit. So, what's the difference, Mickey? <laughs> I'm just saying. And Cosby's a piece of shit. I agree with that. When you have a different but, hue... Mm-hmm. That's the white privilege. Well, okay, Harvey shouldn't lose his, but fuck Cosby though. That's what um Ricky Rourke said. Anybody that sexually assaults women, like I said, they gain, both fucked up for gain. Because yeah, you you're don't hear me, you don't hear me defending either of the guys. Harvey right. Weinstein's a piece of shit, and what Cosby did, he is a mm-hmm. piece of shit as well. Like even if it, even if you like be like okay, like like with the Cosby, like even if. Okay, let's say the, the fifty women that came for. Let's say that forty nine of them lied, but if one if woman assaulted one of them, if one woman, one woman saying something is one woman too many. That's mm-hmm. just how I feel. But even if like all these other women lie, like you said, you have one a is too much. What if one, one of them had done that to your daughter? Like shit. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a different podcast. Right, right. We wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd be <laughs> locked up somewhere. <laughs> I can't go to jail. I can't. Well, I don't want to be orange. Said, and black. Uh, I can't go to jail. A piece of shit, but not Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, both of you. But switching gears, since we did talk about Lupita, um, did you see the Black Panther trailer? I saw the Panther trailer. The new one. Yes. Oh my god. Saw it. And for you guys, it comes out February sixteenth. And if you don't know, it's during Black History Month, so mm, that good, perfect, good promotion. Cause when I saw that, and not uh, even mentioned that last week when I mentioned all of the movies that Chadwick was in, I totally forgot to mention Black when Panther. When I saw that poster, I, first thing I just said, "Melanin popping," because mm-hmm. everybody on that poster, I'm like, "Melanin popping, melanin popping," like just looking at, like, oh my god, Angela Bassett's in it, mm-hmm. Lupita, just all these like Chadwick is a star. It's just it's an awesome. It just like it's gonna. Um, Michael B. Jordan's in it. It just looks great. Mr. Creed right there. Like, I'm just so excited to see it. And um, if you work a job where you are off for the holiday, President slash Washington's birthday is at Monday, so you get a three-day, three-day weekend. weekend. So Check you can out. go see the movie, have a date night, get your babysitters. I'm going to go see it opening day. I'm already planning. I'm going to go see it opening day. Mm-hmm. I will be watching that movie probably in 3D. So, okay. yeah. Quick little hot take right here. We don't have to go in depth on this, but um, it's been a year already for um DJ Khaled's on the side. One year old, like nice. that year. And, DJ Khaled um, threw him a big birthday bash at um Club Live in Miami. Like, how do you feel about a one year old having a lit party like that? <laughs> hey, it's Khaled's the man. No, no he ain't gonna have like you. You saw what you had like a simple like for Ariana. It was nice, but yeah, Maybe it was still. more kid. You had the bouncy house, but. You know, Kylie's gonna do it on another level. Even still, you spend a lot of damn money. Oh, I think, money, I think yeah. we spent too much money for a one year, and she don't mm-hmm. even remember it because, yeah. like, when I asked her, so I can't even imagine how much Kylie like, spent yeah. for his fucking live party. Mike's like, shit, we could just got a cake and we could just let her smash a cake in our house. Yeah. <laughs> I already didn't even want to smash the cake. Right, we could just let her smash a cake in the house. I didn't see a side smashing any cake at the party. <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to smash a cake. You gotta smash the cake. But celebrities do that because I mean, we the best. When Tia uh, Maurice's son had his first birthday party, they had like a pet zoo, and mm-hmm. I mean, when you're a celebrity, you do of course the God, over the top. Godfather yeah. Puff was there and everything. Of you course, know, all the A-listers of hip hop royalty at that well, the hey. live party. <laughs> I mean, hey, do your thing, Kylie. I mean, Kylie's yeah. a man. Yep. Happy birthday, belated birthday to Asad. To Asad. I love that. 
They're so cute. I love their family. They're so adorable. And finally, let's bring it back local again. Um, Joe Budden. Did you hear about the Joe Budden versus Chance the Rapper? I did not. Mm, I got to get you up to speed on this one. Okay, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a loss, yeah. You know, for the shout out Joe Button, he has um everyday struggles. I'm so love to fellow podcasters. Yes. Even though I'm not on Button side on this one, but <laughs> Joe Button basically um was going in about Chance the Rapper saying that um mm. the music that Chance the Rapper does is um quote unquote too positive. Nobody that positive. It's like what well, Joe yeah. Isn't he only twenty four, first of all? He said, man, He's a chance is positive. Kid, that nigga all. better go back to Chicago. <laughs> oh. He basically, I guess, he, was he saying Chance is soft or phony or whatever? He said that when you're so too positive. we don't have positive. positive people in Chicago? And you know how stupid you sound when you yeah, say you that shit. Yeah, don't have positive people I mean, in Chicago. It's enough niggas talking about trap music and Trapping all of this, this, this hood shit. It's like, I had to, I, every day I had to have roaches in the back and so this we, and we that. We can't have one rapper talking about something else. Right. So Chance got to talk about that shit too just because everybody else is. Mm-hmm. That's the point I'm making. Like, well, if he's positive, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. So what? It's like you need balance sometimes. Everybody's talking about selling drugs and trapping and all of that. But if Let's you talk look about at, something else. But if you look at a lot of our rappers from Chicago, we did have like a different, like uh, Kanye, Kanye was different. Common was different. Neither one of them were talking about that shit that when they came stuff out. Because like Common and Kanye, they both had... Good they were more in the lane of like Chance the Rapper. Yeah, they like both had they like a good about. family at home, a good you know, mm-hmm. a good upbringing and stuff like that. And they didn't talk about yeah mm-hmm. and being on the corner because it's like Common wasn't on the corner. He grew up in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Kanye, he grew up in the neighborhood I live in now. It's like it's yeah. like come on. But um, DJ Academics and Joe Button kept going back and forth because Academics was kind of saying like what I'm saying, like you know, stupid you sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Joe Button, he's like he runs his mouth a lot. Mm-hmm. So then in my timeline, people started going like the Joe Budden, take picking sides versus Chance. Mm. For whatever reason, Chance, a lot of people said he doesn't have bars in Chicago. A lot of people don't like Chance. They said, and Button, like, he'll, he'll murder him on a, on record. I'm like, fuck Joe Budden, basically. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And then, like, I was like, oh, how, many, how many hits did Joe Budden have? Like, Just pump, pump it up, right? Was yeah. that his song? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the one that I, I was like, I was in college. I I'm a DJ, about, so yeah. I care about his. Like, bars are, like, um, subjective. Yeah. It's like, one person might like these bars, one might like that. It's like... Right. That's my approach on hip-hop. I'm not saying I'm right, but that's just how I look at it, because, like, mm-hmm. I want the, um, the party jumping. So, right. like, as a DJ, I'm looking for hit records. Mm-hmm. Joe Button doesn't really have any like that. No. Shut the fuck up before you come after <laughs> Chance the mm-hmm. Rapper. That's all I'm saying. Does Chance have a response or no? Um, Chance's response, um, he kind of, um, he clapped back a little bit at okay. Joe Button. He said, um, to Joe Button, he said, this is idea that things have to, um, move forward in the culture and you have to do things for the culture. But he's like, nigga, I am the culture, which he kind of is like, yeah. Chance got Grammys. He's like, Chance is making noise. Mm-hmm. And so for what he did, like him doing it, um, while being signed. Yeah. But that's what, um, that pissed me off was like too positive. I'm like. Nigga, please. <laughs> too, I didn't know it was a, a thing for being too positive, but that's just how I look at shit. Yeah. All right, ready to get up out of here, kid? Uh, yeah, oh, just real quick. Um, just, uh, I mean, I know we haven't mentioned it yet, but um, about the fires. Oh, uh, thoughts to everybody yeah. in the California wildfires are out yeah. of control. Like thousands of people have lost their homes. Mm. I forget how many have passed so far. I mean, it's just with um the tropical hurricanes and the earthquakes in mexico and now fires in california mm-hmm. is just everywhere it's all fucked up it is 
I mean, the world, we just need to, I mean, we we do need positivity in the world. We do need exactly, this positive yeah. energy. With all the bullshit, Let's like, stop all keep the doing you, Chance. Keep yeah. doing you. Let's stop this negativity. Let's have some positive energy. Um, like I said, thoughts and prayers to anybody who lost their home, who lost a loved one. A story that really got me that I saw real quick. Um, it was a couple, they said they had been married for 75 years. I saw that, yeah. And they was like the husband would not leave the wife, so they died together. And they mm-hmm. and the kids were saying that that's what they would have wanted. Like they would have wanted that, to, because yeah. when you've been married that long, seventy five years with your partner, you don't know anything else. Yeah, because yeah. I think he was a hundred and she was ninety nine. So mm-hmm. it's like they were together their whole lives, and they were saying that he wasn't going to leave her because she couldn't get out. And then he just stayed, and mm-hmm. they stayed there together, and they passed away together. Okay. Like yeah, so prayers to anybody who lost anybody in there and lost their homes and we're with you i mean we're going to be with you we're going to send the positive thoughts we're going to put the energy out there and just you know let's be better people let's be better us let's be a better person if you want to comment on anything you heard on this damn podcast Mm -hmm. you reach out to us i'm ozman the wizard that's Mm -hmm. instagram twitter that's also SoundCloud, where you can hear the podcast. Plus, check out Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. You can also check out the Oz Radio's Mix Cloud. Yeah, like I'm back to uploading my mixes again. I got to keep the content out there. So, I've got mixes on the Mix Cloud, plus the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and share, then rate and review Not Another Damn Podcast. Hit yes. us up on iTunes. And then going with that, um, if you do subscribe and you do want to respond to us on our social medias, please just screenshot. You can just send us a quick little screenshot because people have been doing that with us. People have been doing that, showing me that they've subscribed. And I actually did get a direct message from one of my friends who does a podcast as well. Mm -hmm. Check out Isaac's podcast on Please Don't Ask PDA. He sent sent me a direct message saying that he loves what we're doing over here. So getting the positive energy. So I see you, Isaac. Thanks for listening. Oh, and like our Facebook fan page for Not Another Damn Podcast Mm -hmm. as well. What's your social media, My social media is MSIMAH626. That is my Instagram. That is also my Twitter and then I also have a straight gully, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on uh, Twitter. And then it's S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y number 7 on Instagram. And like we said, check out the Facebook pan- fan page. Like our Facebook, please. And once again, please subscribe, share, share rate, rate, and review. review. Do that for us. Absolutely. We thank those that have already done that. Thank you. Thank you for your ears. Thank you for your ears. And I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. later. Bye. I'm going.